humans. You've got Robin and Shelby here today, and we are going to do things a little bit differently this week. So we are just going to go with our intuition and see what flows today. And so in line with that, we figured we would pull a card, do something a little different. So this is from a deck I've used consistently for the past, I don't know, six or seven years. It's called Ask Your Guides Oracle Guidebook by Sonia Choquette. And so the card that came up today, and just a note, if you are listening, this is meant for you. There's some little nugget in here that is meant for you. So just trust And I have that not heard it yet. Yes, Shelby has yeah. not heard it yet. So I'm going to yeah. ask gonna her thoughts on it afterwards. It. We're going to yeah. do some hot seat. Yeah, she's going to be put <laughs> on the spot after this. So yeah. the card that came up is this really beautiful card of um, a being holding a candle. And it's called Truth, Higher Self. Honesty, clarity, discipline, intellect. Your higher self is present, activating your powers of reason and intellect. It asks you to develop clarity and objectivity when looking at your life rather than interpreting events through the murky and distorted waters of emotion. Strive to see the reality of what happened in the past so you can acquire a more accurate understanding of what's going on. You may notice things that make you uncomfortable or challenge your ethics. Ask your higher self to give you the courage to stand up for your truth and address difficult situations at their core, rather than distance yourself or pretend you don't see the real problems because they make you uncomfortable. Like the child in the fairy tale, The Emperor's New Clothes, your higher self is motivating you to not only see life more deeply, but to also share your perceptions with those around you. This is the time, for example, to address your unbalanced budget or look for ways to cut corners. It's also the time to acknowledge your ever-expanding waistline and seek out what's really eating at you. This is when you need to step away from your emotions and dispassionately study the problems at hand so that you can come to the solution without blame or projection. Ask yourself what the problem is, not who the problem is. Only then can you begin to find real solutions with productive outcomes. Your higher self is sharpening your perception and clarifying your view so that you can make important and necessary changes at this time. As Carl Jung once said, when the diagnosis is correct, the healing begins. And your higher self's message is, look for the truth behind appearances. Oh gosh, there's so many things going through my head right now yeah. from this card. This is so perfect. And uh, I'm sure Shelby will maybe have some thoughts that pop into her head about this. But this is really in line with a conversation Shelby and I were having this morning. So what's your thoughts on this, Shelby? Okay, so first off that pops into my head is like the whole truth thing is sticking out with like flashing lights like Shelby Shelby truth truth because I actually pulled the card for myself yesterday and it was all I can't remember exactly what the cards uh said but it was basically the overriding message was what truth are you not speaking for fear of judgment or fear of uh like or being being vulnerable or whatever so I'm getting this like theme in my life lately that it's I'm at this crossroads. This is what's coming up for me. I'm at this crossroads of the previous version of me and the sort of new embodied version of me. And the I'm getting some flack from the old version of Shelby. That's like, hey, like, wait for me. I'm still coming. And the new version is like, no, go play in traffic. Like, get out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like no way we're we, we're done with that whereas like that old version of me still holds on in certain situations and 
So I think like the overriding thing for me that comes up when I hear that card is like, it's just time to fully step into my new, uh, my new way of being. And that comes in all aspects of life. That's not just on this podcast. That's not just when Robin and I are speaking to each other. Cause I'm really good at it when it's just Robin and I, or, you know, we're on the podcast or I'm teaching somebody or I'm in that flow that I'm like fully connected. That is no problem, but it's in my day-to-day life that it's like this part of me also needs to shine in just the regular everyday life. So that's what came up for me when I heard that card is what came up for you when you read it out. There's a couple things that stood out to me. And one thing I will mention, if anyone out there has never, you know, pulled any Oracle cards or done anything like this, I can tell you I've been working with this same deck for six or seven years and I might pull that same card and different things will pop out at me based on the circumstance I'm going through. And so I just always trust that whatever it is that pops out at me is the message I was meant to hear. And so two things kind of came to light for me when I was reading through that. The first one is being uncomfortable. So it says, you know, don't pretend you don't see the real problems because they make you uncomfortable or you might notice things that make you uncomfortable or challenging your ethics. And Shelby and I had a huge conversation this morning about being uncomfortable, about getting outside of your comfort zone. And that's where the real transformation is and how sometimes we give up before we can actually realize that transformation because it's uncomfortable. We don't want to feel that way. We don't like our bodies and our minds inherently don't like change. Really. They don't, it, they like what's familiar and what's comfortable. And so sometimes when things get tough, we'll just turn back around and not, not push through it. And so that's really what that was making me think about that piece about the courage to stand up for your truth and just like address it at its core, even if it's uncomfortable for you, that's where the transformation lies. Like that's what the inner work is all about is pushing through that discomfort. And then the reward is on the other side of that. The reward is like busting through some of those limiting beliefs or, you know, really becoming more self-aware or even like this one was kind of making me think, more so like in situations you'd rather just turn a blind eye it's like facing it head on and having the courage to walk through that fear anyways so Mm. I just thought that was kind of interesting and this always happens for me with cards it's whatever we were talking about and there's one more thing but I think Shelby has a thought on this so we'll just talk about this discomfort piece first and then I do have one more piece okay yeah no I just as you were speaking something came up to me to me and I'm like It's that definition of insanity, continuing to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's just what popped into my head of like when it comes to personal development and people wanting to make big changes in their life, yet they're giving up at the halfway mark. They're giving up at that three quarter mark and they're saying it doesn't work for them. And if you just, if you continue on constantly climbing three quarters of that mountain and never reaching the top, you, you know, you'll think it doesn't work for you. But another thing that just popped in my head that a mentor of mine said, or so I don't remember who said this, but it's like, we're the 1% in this world full of trillions of people. 
the people who push past discomfort and go anyways and choose to just keep going, it's like 1% of the world. And I don't know, that's like a total, like I just pulled that number out of my head. But <laughs> I, I like it could be, I don't know what the statistics are on that, but it's not very high, okay? A lot of people just will go on their entire life doing the same thing over and over again. They'll live like a totally mundane life and they're okay with it. And they're okay with like snapping on people and having road rage and like saying like, oh, poor me and I'm near the victim and blah, blah, blah. People are okay with doing that. And that's great. But guess what? I'm the 1%. I'm the 1% that's like, no, I'm not okay with that. So I always think of that when I get into hard and sticky situations, I try to remember like, no, Shelby, you're the 1%. You can do this. You can push forward. And I, I really like ingrain that 1% into my head. Yeah, that makes me think about something I say a lot is if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yes. And so everyone's not doing it. Everyone isn't doing it. Lots of people hit that block and they don't have the perseverance or the staying power to stick with it. Or maybe some of those limiting beliefs start running the show. Like that fear starts running the show. And you know what I mean? Okay. So I want to add to that point and then I'm going to let you get to your point that you want to say the limiting beliefs, the blocks that you run into that happens to everybody. But what the difference is, is that the people who run into those blocks, but keep going, they, they dig in and they do the, the deeper healing work. Every single person in this world, Ooh, I'm on fire. I'm a little fired up today. Every single person <laughs> in this world needs deeper healing. We all have small T, big T trauma in our life that we need to go and deal with. So when you run up into those blocks, it is actually a time to go in and do some healing. Every single person on this planet has something to heal. Anyways, there's my little TED talk. Go ahead. Keep going back to your point. <laughs> this isn't the point that had stuck out to me before, but when you said that, it really brought me back to in this card. It says, ask yourself what the problem is, not who the problem is. And yes. I think so often when you say like, dig in and figure it out, like do that work we'd rather blame someone else. Like we'd Mm -hmm. rather say like, we're not the problem. But when you reflect back on your life and maybe I really do believe that the universe keeps giving us the same lessons until we learn what we're meant to learn from it. So the same things will keep repeating in our lives. And who's the common denominator? Like we'd like to blame, oh, the boss, oh, the ex-boyfriend, oh, whoever. But is there a pattern? Is there a theme? And if so, who's the common denominator? Like clearly you haven't learned that lesson yet. So it'll keep coming up. And oftentimes we won't learn the lesson on the first time. Like Mm -hmm. I can speak from experience. Like many times it'll happen a few times and you're like, what the heck is happening? And then you dig in and, you know, it is something that has more to do with you. The other piece that initially stood out to me as well is not only to live and see life more deeply, but to share your perceptions with those around you. We were talking about this exact thing this morning. So Shelby and I have really, for for each other, we are that kind of cheerleading squad. Like we help each other integrate whatever it is we learn, whatever it is that we're working on for ourselves, maybe like mindfulness things or, you know, that inner work, we're sounding boards for each other. And really that sharing your perceptions and new ideas or new beliefs or whatever it is that you're trying to call into your life, sharing that with the people around you help you actually integrate it rather than just being in that mindset when you're in a course. 
or when you're listening to the podcast or when you're reading the book by yourself, taking it that step further, like sharing it with a friend, sharing it with your mom, your sister, whoever, and then you can start to have conversations in your real life about it and they have insight on your real life as well. So you're not Mm -hmm. in it alone, but that's where the integration really starts happening. And so Shelby and I really do this for each other. A lot of times one of us will take a course and love it so much that we'll encourage the other one to, or read a book or, Hey, you got to listen to this podcast. Like it just lit me on fire. And then we have conversations about it that are five, 10 times longer than the actual content of what it was itself. And so Mm -hmm. that's the piece. If you really want to start changing things and changing how you talk and act and show up in your real everyday life, bring those people along with you, those people that you spend the most time with, take them along for the journey, have these conversations with them. And I know Shelby probably has something to add to that, but the one thing that's sticking out in my head, which we come back to all the time is how you show up anywhere is how you show up everywhere. So Mm -hmm. show up in all those relationships. You don't need to hide a certain part of you. You don't need to be ashamed that you're doing counseling or reading self-help books or trying to improve yourself. Like be proud of it. And if you're seeing changes in yourself and you're like, hey, like this is changing my life. You should try it too. Like don't be afraid to show up in all your relationships the same way. Yeah. So the, the women, there's two ways I like to look at this. I want to put myself in the room of like-minded people who are wanting to grow and expand and do the self-development work. And then also I've like nominated myself like the freaking Hunger Games. I'm like, I'll be the person (laughs) who speaks self-development to anybody who wants to listen, right? Like I I nominate me, I'll go first. Like I will be that person who rises up and is like the leader in that space because – it gives other people when I do it, it gives other people permission to like, oh, okay, like she's talking about it. I can talk about it. And then they have com- I have people coming out with conversations with me all the time where I'm like, ooh, how long has this been sitting inside of you? You've just been waiting to talk about it. And they're like, Yeah, well, I didn't know that, you know, we could talk about this kind of thing. So I nominated myself. So A, put myself in the space where I'm like, hey, who wants to talk about this stuff? I'll go into those rooms. And Rob and I are super passionate about creating those rooms. So by the way, uh, get a hold of us because we have these rooms where like-minded people are going to be in. We're going to host workshops. We're going to have live podcasts. We're gonna, we have so many things going on where our passion of that community and that sisterhood is going to come to life. But then also too, why not be the one nominate yourself hunger games, baby? Like let's go. It's you (laughs) every, like you got to be the one. And also I (laughs) Oh my God, why am I so lit up today? Also? Oh, I lost my train of thought. Darn. (laughs) I got in my head. I do have. <laughs> that was making me think about something though, about okay, saying you like you are the one and just talking about it with everyone around you is so funny because I have mentioned before one of the best things about my life is that I have this amazing group of girlfriends that we've been best friends since like kindergarten. And our our relationship just evolves. Like as we each grow and change and go on our own unique journeys oftentimes we end up finding ourselves like landing in a similar place and having similar interests. But I think part of that I'll go first, like I'll talk about this stuff first 
is interesting because I think we often don't do that because we're afraid of like fear of judgment or rejection or whatever. But with these friends, they're more like sisters for me. And so I've always been that friend that has been like, oh, oracle cards, mediums, like whatever stuff. And they're all kind of like, oh, what are you talking about kind of thing? Not with judgment, but curiosity. But this last weekend, I had the most amazing weekend reconnecting with them and all our kids were connecting and it was just so amazing. But on Saturday night, we sat around pulling oracle cards with each other, which is something we've never done before. And my one girlfriend sent me a deck for my birthday, which was such a beautiful gift to receive. And I had brought a deck for my other friend this this weekend, and it was her first Oracle deck. And so it was just so funny because I've been talking about this. I've been doing this for years. And now, uh, you know, a few of them have become interested in it as well. And now it's something new that we get to connect on together. But probably they aren't necessarily sharing this with absolutely everyone in their life but they know that I've gone first. Like I've talked about that openly before, not caring whether or not there's judgment there and just knowing like I'm going to be loved and accepted no matter what it is that I'm interested in. But it kind of gave them permission to do the same. It like opened up this space for us to connect on something new. And I've seen that even in relationships with other friends or even through this podcast, like conversations with my parents have changed or other people in my life have completely changed because now they realize that certain topics are a safe space for them to talk about with me as well. And so I just think it's so interesting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Volunteers <laughs> tribute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I was like, there's something I'm missing to that hunger games analogy. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. Anyways, um, this is so fun to have this card pulled and just like see what comes up. Cause there's another thing that's popping up in my brain that I want to talk about. And it's not necessarily related to everything we just talked about, but I'm going to put it out there anyways. So as most of you know who listen, I'm super connected to the universe and I it's one of my it's like my religion. So I don't go to church, I don't have like a, you know, cert, certain style of religion, but my higher power or my sort of like bigger thing that's bigger than me, I named that universe. So that's just so you know, that's what it is. It's equivalent to like God, angels, spirit, whatever. Universe for me is always listening. It's always watching. I can contact it if I need. Anyways, long story short, this is something that I've been kind of like paying attention to lately is where am the things that I'm asking for in my life? Am I really the proper match for that thing right now? Or am I judging it subconsciously somewhere else? Like, I just want to put this out there. So in case you guys are doing this, so this is an example saying like, this is not actually happened to me, but this is a really good example. So say you want to go on vacation, say you love vacations, but you're always criticizing somebody else for going on vacations or you're judging them for taking vacations or whatever it is. You're literally telling the universe, I don't want vacations. And guess what the universe is doing? She's going, who wants vacations? Oh, not that person. They are judging people for going on vacations. I'm going to sprinkle this somewhere else. Like I just, I just have to bring that up is like, how many times are we just very slightly judging things that we actually want? I've caught myself this week, this month doing it all the freaking time, like little tiny criticisms, little tiny judgments that aren't necessarily like these bold, boastful things, but they're just under the 
they're under the surface and I'm like, shit, I'm blocking the universe again. Like, God, why do I do that to myself? So anyways, that's just something I'm like passionate about thinking about all the time is like, where am I blocking the powers on the universe to help me out? This reminds me so much of some some of the conversations we had in the new year in January about visioning and manifesting and, you know, becoming an energetic match for the things that you want to attract into your life. But what this judgment or, you know, maybe even being envious of other people. And so we judge them for the things that we actually want. That comes from a place of lack, like scarcity. And so when we're thinking about, things or focusing like hyper focused on the not having of that thing you are blocking it because you're you're focusing on the lack of it rather than believing it's Mm -hmm. really could be true for you as well and so like let's try to shift this if you see something that maybe even the first step is actually catching yourself having that little bit of judgment for it and then realizing, wait, why am I judging that when that's actually something I would love to have? Like I would love to take vacations every month or whatever it is, right? That yeah. we're like, wow, look at that person. Must be you nice. Know? <laughs> yeah, it must be nice, right? And so yeah. let's shift it. Instead of instead of seeing it as an example of lack in our own life, let's see that as an example of what's possible. Wow, yeah. look at them. That's what I want. That's what I'm calling in. But also that holding on to it lightly. Like when you really are constantly grasping and paying attention to the fact that you don't have it, that's also the lack and scarcity mindset. It's not when you're holding on to it tightly, it's like you really need it. It's holding on to that lower vibration. Whereas if you Mm -hmm. really can just see that you would love to have that and how great that would feel and kind of close your eyes and picture yourself in that person's pictures instead of them or whatever it is, then you kind of can switch it up a little bit, right? Well, the universe like will pick up on the different vibrations. Like, honestly, this is what like makes total sense to me. So if you're in a, a vibration of like, oh, must be nice, like you're lowering your vibration around that said vacation But if you look at somebody, you're like, oh my gosh, that person has that. That's so amazing. Like, and you start to envision what it would be like on that vacation and you're happy for that person and you're excited and pretty soon your vibrational level is going up, 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 up. And that opens your pathway to the gifts of the universe. That is like a sheer like, hey, over here. So pay attention to your vibration and your frequency because it's like speaking, yes, I want it or no, I don't. (laughs) Like that's all the universe hears. It doesn't hear whether it's an actual true thing happening. It feels the vibration in your body. So if you can get your vibration, like you're already on that vacation, instead of thinking like, oh, must be, you know, the difference there is like astronomical. And yeah, you're just way more likely to manifest a vacation if your vibration is the match for that with the universe. And when we say like get in the vibration or become an energetic match for that thing, What we really mean is feel that feeling now. Like don't wait till, you know, you're rich to be happy, for example, or don't wait till you're on that vacation. Close your eyes, visualize yourself actually there and tap into those emotions that you think that thing is going to bring you. Like what is that vacation? What If you were on that vacation today, what would it make you feel like? Or like if you were packing for it, like the excitement for the vacation or whatever. So it's those 
feelings, it's embodying those feelings and emotions that you think that thing is going to bring you. That's what we mean by like energetics or vibration or whatever it might be with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah, really think- call it different words. That's just how yeah. I like resonate with it. Like I'm just, that's what I picture is like vibration. I can literally feel it's like the fuzz off of a TV, like your vibration raises, the frequency changes, the pathway to universe opens up. Like that's how I picture it, but you can picture it in whatever way. But it's basically, it's like, who wants to give a vacation to somebody who's like judging the vacation? Nobody. And I do think this judgment, like this judgment and this competition mindset we have Mm. is just somehow programmed in us. But like, is that what we really believe? And I think I used to really buy into that a lot. But I can honestly say, even in the last like year or two, Shelby and I have really began embodying the premise of if she can do it, we can do it. Or like, if you see someone doing something that you want to do, that's evidence that you could do it too. Mm -hmm. Like it's evidence of what's possible for you. And I think that's really the essence of what we're getting at when we say like, let's build a a community, a sisterhood of people rising up together, like not in competition about rising up together side by side. Yeah. And that is like, all these people surrounding yourself with inspiration and all these uplifting people that provide more evidence of, you know, the sky's the limit for you rather than evidence of scarcity or lack or whatever. And it really boils down to the fact that like someone else enjoying their life or someone else enjoying something does not mean there's less for you. Like there's infinite possibilities, Mm -hmm. but like if you're outside enjoying the sunshine, I used this example last time, but it's like such a perfect one. If you're enjoying the sunshine, does that mean that if someone else is also enjoying the sunshine, it's taking away from yours? No. And so that's what we mean with this like community and surrounding yourself with people that inspire you, people that uplift you, people that motivate you, like surround yourself with possibility because them killing it, them being completely lit up and inspiring you is absolutely Mm -hmm. not meaning that there's less possibility for you. It's showing you the path that you can also take if you choose. Yeah. And you'll find evidence everywhere. You will find evidence to whatever point you want to, like whatever story you want to align with, you'll find evidence that it works or you'll find evidence that it doesn't work because they both exist. So it just depends on like what TV channel are you watching (laughs) because you're going to find the evidence. So take some, like for me, taking that social inventory, like on my social media, getting rid of all the things that weren't working for me on there anymore and immersing myself in the world of potential possibility and like all of these just amazing uplifting also healing things like we're not just talking about like rainbows and butterflies all the time like I follow Gabber Maté and like trauma experts Gabby Bernstein like I follow people who are doing deep work as well so by the way Robin and I do a lot of freaking deep work and inner child work and I want to tell you this I just secured one of the most incredible inner child coaches out there to come as a guest on our show in within the next month. So stay tuned for that because if you want to learn how to access your inner child, she is the perfect person to show you how to do that. So that is going to be a skill that you guys will be able to learn on our podcast coming up. That's just a little side note that I'm very excited about. 
Um, I'm almost ready to wrap up. I've got a baby that's awake. Robin, let's take it away with a few last little pieces here. Yeah, what you were saying about the healing and doing that work, yeah, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, but when you actually start doing that healing, then you can get at the real problem and come up with the solutions. Like mm-hmm. it, it's people want to avoid. And like, I used to be in the same boat. I used to want to avoid digging into any of that stuff. Cause I wanted to, you know, just live in the high vibe. And what we don't realize is that stuff is there regardless of whether we want to recognize it. So are we going to sweep it under the rug or are we going to project and blame everything on other Mm -hmm. people as their fault? Or are we going to actually do some self-reflection and dig into that work ourselves? And it's through that healing work that you are able to see yourself in a different light, that you are able to see that you truly are worthy and enough as you are. And it gives you that confidence to speak your truth. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about that higher self. If you can't access her, she's really blurry for you. It's because there's some blocks, there's some trauma, there's some healing that needs to, there's some deeper wounds, some childhood stuff. There's some things that need a little bit of fluffing up. And I will just leave you with this rant because I started it this morning and I'm going to finish it here. The world needs more people to do their work. It's time to do your work, people. We cannot be walking around in these bodies that are so unhealed, so unconscious, triggered at all the times. We've got road rage. We've got people yelling at their kids in the streets, dragging them through grocery stores. We've got people fighting. We've got people like the world is crazy right now. And it's literally just little four or five-year-olds walking around running the world. So we need, we owe it to ourselves and to the next generation to start doing this deeper work. Start digging into this healing journey. Like it's actually so fun because I say, I used to think of like the healing journey as like, oh, the healing journey. And now I'm like, oh my God, it's literally the, it's like Disneyland to me. Like let's freaking go. I want (laughs) to just do more and more and more. So let's reframe the word healing and traumas and triggers and deep work. Like it doesn't have to be sad and sorrow and shadow and dark. Like it can be actually really incredible, empowering and you come out to the other side and you feel free. You have freedom in your relationships, in yourself, in your business, in your life, around your friendships. Like that is the stuff that comes when you do that, that deeper inner healing. It's a beautiful thing. It's not something to be scared of. And I know that I think there's been so much stigma around it, right? Like just go ahead. Yeah. Like give me your feedback. I can see you like nodding. It's like, there's so there's that stigma of doing the deeper work. That's, I don't know. I want to shift that paradigm. What do you think? There is such a stigma around it. I mean, even 10 years ago, nobody was open about whether or not they went to a counselor or, you know, if you went to therapy, you were broken. Like there is such a stigma around that. And Yeah, I'm excited to dig into this more. And I'm so excited to have that guest on our podcast. It's going to be so amazing. And I've had people ask me, is it always, does it always go back to the inner child? Is it always about the inner child? So I'm super excited to dig into that and answer some of those things. And for people who maybe haven't even heard that term before, like, let's dig into it. Let's, let's start our exciting way. Yeah, yeah, like Robin and I are shifting the paradigm of like we can 
we can do healing work in a really empowered, great feeling way. Yes, there's times where you're going to bawl your freaking eyes out and you're going to feel like your world's ending and that you can't go on anymore. There are parts of that, but a lot of the parts are so incredible and you can start at whatever part you want and whatever you're ready for, but it's worth it. You are worth it. Empowered women are good for the world. Oh, <laughs> such a great spot to leave it at. Empowered yeah. women are good for the world. Well, hopefully that gives you a little bit of inspiration for the rest of your week going into your weekend. And we are thrilled to be speaking on Friday here in town for the Ladies Night Out for International Women's Month. And yeah, just so many beautiful, good things happening right now. So yeah, we reach out to us if you want to get on our list for our workshops because they are filling up and we don't have, we don't have like a super big, um, list right now of spaces so if you are wanting to work with us definitely reach out and find out how what room you can get in either online or in person here in williams lake because yeah we're doing the dang thing (laughs) and if you want to see more if you're just like kind of curious about what we're up to we are going to be sharing more details on our instagram so if you don't follow us yet on instagram it's at an at the underscore rising rebel at the underscore rising rebel on Instagram. And it's also in our show notes. I'll make sure it's in there on the show notes. So you can find us there and we are pretty pumped for what's coming up. We will see you next week. Have a good weekend. Bye.